irregardless, I still, you know, care about you. Do people still use that word? Uh, Mike did on the show. Um, is someone mad at that or I missed a lot of it? I posted about it and people got mad. People got gotcha. mad because I said it wasn't a real word. And then I said, yes, it is. It's a real word. It's in the dictionary. No. In the dictionary. I'll explain on the show. Unfortunately, people have used it so much that they added it as a non-standard adverb, which... Exactly! That's what I want you to explain. But, but, irregardless, (laughs) LOL, (laughs) lols, BRB are also in the dictionary. Thank you. Like, our our dictionary is evolving, and I think... uh, that's triggering for some. I'm going to add you in that category. <laughs> it's like we're, we're adding words, like what used to not be a word mm-hmm. and the reasons for it not being a word. Once yeah. they slam it in a dictionary, the argument goes out the window. Well, I mean, like irregardless, it's, it's, it's born out of two words, right? It's irrespective and regardless. And it's people combining them for whatever reason to try to make themselves sound smarter. But they're really meaning generally regardless, not irregardless, or sometimes they might mean irrespective, but irregardless as as like a contraction word or whatever. They say it to try to sound smarter, but what actually ends up happening is they sound dumber to Only the people that know that, though. Yeah, okay. Or only only, only people that care. For me, I don't give a shit. Use yeah. irregardless. It's it's. I hear so much slang every day. Slang. And I, hear I don't so much mind. Misuse of words every day. I don't but mind it's like, slang. It's like in it's like in different languages though. How there's like there is formal words, right? And there's non-formal words, and then there's like in Japanese, I'll say, it, and there's different dialects. So some well, words are formal words. Not there is right. formal words. <laughs> there see, are. See, I'm just a banana the data asshole. are. <laughs> You know, but no, but I mean, in, in real conversation between people, um, I don't, I don't think personally I would pick on that if I wanted to, if I hated that person and in your case, they're, they're my cracker eater, Mm. I would pick on everything. And I think that's where, (laughs) I think that's where that lies is like, well, they use this word wrong and everyone's like, okay, grammar police, who gives a shit? Honestly, like, well, okay, so I am a bit of grammar police when it comes to stuff anyway. Just, I mean, that's just sort of is. Well, the nature of your job is writing. Yeah. Correct. Right. So you have to know how to technic how to write yes. technically and you have to know how to write well. Me, I am on that path of learning how to write well. And I think that like the nitpicking only makes people more aggravated. Well, that's why that's why so like the word pedantic, right? It's being it's not just being anno- uh, like nitpicky about words and grammar, it's being annoyingly so. Right. So my right. me by me saying, oh, regardless, it's not a word. Da, 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 that's me being pedantic because I'm being an asshole about it. It's not right. just that I'm saying, oh, by the way, Hanakawa, that's not a real word. It's me being a complete asshole about it. So, um, yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's my it's my job to to write properly and you know and all that kind of stuff. And but that doesn't. That in and of itself isn't really my issue. It's like, irregardless is one of those words to me. It's not every word that's used incorrectly. Um, I am a bit of a, you know, a, a 
grammar police about certain words and that's one of them and in in that it just gets my hackles up like i get i get uh what's the word disproportionately annoyed about it like given what the quote unquote offense is my annoyance level with it is like skyrocket above where the offense is if that makes sense so it's like, it, I'm going to get hate for this too, but it's like, I dislike Coldplay. I more than dislike Coldplay. I hate them. I hate them in a disproportionately irrational way. So that's my feeling about the word irregardless. Makes sense. <laughs> but but added, added to the person using it, which I think was Andrew in this case. No, it was Mike. It, it, it was Mike. Well, Either yeah. one. So, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it just it it could it could come off as condescending you know absolutely Um, when that that. when that's what you picked up out of the entire conversation was the misuse of that word which it could have been a producer anyway writing it you know (laughs) well that's not the only thing from that conversation but it was one of the things you know and I posted about it right but of course Mike I said of course Mike is the type who would use it regardless and you know that you guys who've been following me for a long time know that like my sort of you know whatever my sort of I would say sense of humor I guess but um most people commenting agreed they laugh about it you know my favorite fake word this and that there were there was a group of people who recognize that it's a word in the dictionary but that it like you said it's non-standard and that just because people have been using it, people it's gotten in the dictionary so people can be, you know, it can be explained what it is, define what it is. I mean, that's what a dictionary is, right? Well, especially when someone foreign hears it, mm-hmm. right? They need to be able to look at something and go, <laughs> okay, it's a word, but only certain types of Americans use it. <laughs> well, it would confirm her her. I mean, I've heard I've heard it on the news, you know, know, by I I would consider very educated Mm -hmm. news anchors say Mm -hmm. irregardless. And I I wonder if it's just going to be one of those words that are absorbed into the vocabulary and is accepted. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Oxford and and Stanford are probably never going to take the non-standard out of that. Like, yeah, they are stubborn. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just because it's quote unquote in the dictionary doesn't mean it's a real word should be used. Um, Some words you know, are like BRB, LOLs, all of those kinds of things are in the dictionary and definitions are provided of them because that's what a dictionary is. Um, I don't know enough about linguistics and all of the things that, you know, what makes a word qualify for dictionary status. I don't know. I just know that irregardless is, as they say, a non-standard word. But like, here's and and it's going to be a lot of like and there's controversy around it and that's yeah. that's good that's good that people are having opinions about it because <laughs> groupthink is very toxic too mm-hmm. and if you think that it is a word and it's no big deal good for you argue your point it's almost a, a no one's right conversation you use know, it or like, don't use it I don't care use like, it or don't use it but if you <laughs> use it in my presence I'm gonna have this impression of you and that's kind of you. Yeah. and that's where it kind of ends in my case and I have probably 
used that word a handful of times in my life. And usually it's if I'm angry <laughs> and I'm not, and <laughs> I'm not really sense. thinking about like how grammatically correct I am yelling that at somebody. That makes sense. And, and, and I'm definitely not the asshole that's going to correct grammar in the middle of an argument because I'm, that's a special kind I'm of I'm submitting you to r slash. Am I the asshole for picking <laughs> on people that use the word irregardless? I'll, I'll type it up and see if he responds. <laughs> I wouldn't use it in the middle of an argument because I mean, I mean, use like, I wouldn't be police. Well, it's not, it's not, it's not in your vocabulary. Right. And you, you purposely will not use it. No, no, no. I meant, I meant I wouldn't correct somebody who used it in the middle of an argument. Like, like, like if, if I was arguing that, 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 that that cause a divorce. I would make fun of him later after we made up probably. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, and I've certainly, you know, before people come after us in the, in the reviews or comments and tell me that I'm not perfect. Um, no, I know I'm not perfect. I recognize that this is just one of those things that drives me batshit crazy. Every, everybody is a subject matter expert in some part of life. So <laughs> you, you get to be the subject matter expert on irregardless usage and application you get a gold badge congratulations <laughs> one it should ever be used that's it very very narrow subject matter <laughs> that's it that's all i can do um uh you know what else really annoys the fuck out of me is every single male on 90 day fiance this season yeah every everyone well no okay. let me take a mental tally Zed Wait, is, one? isn't annoying me Zed is not annoying me correct He's actually making me laugh. Yes. Um, Jovi's just clueless. He's just being, he's just, he hasn't grown up. He hasn't learned what many of us have learned. And that is that you can be like selfish and other people, if you're in a relationship, may not appreciate that about you. You know what I mean? Like, I have been in relationships in my younger days and maybe my not so younger days. I don't know uh, where I have been the Jovi and I learned through those relationships going through problems and ultimately ending because of that. Right. So you learn, live and learn and you move on. Right. And you, you sort of, oh, maybe I, you know, some, you have luck, if you're lucky, you have a friend who tells you you're being kind of a, you know, selfish asshole. I think Jovi hasn't quite got the memo of how to be in a relationship yet. Specifically a relationship with Yara. Maybe I don't, I don't think, or, or relationship in person because they've had this relationship, but it's been long distance. He's been able to go out with his friends. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. He was going out while she was sleeping or whatever. And he was there when she was awake. So now that she's there physically Mm -hmm. and is demanding his time, you know, then I I think it changed a little bit. Yeah. His friends are probably like, well, you've, you know, you guys have been dating for this long. Why, why now does she want to, you know, tell you not to drink? And I, I think that's a bit of a um, made up plot for, for the show, because every time they post on Instagram, they're drinking. So I'm like, I, I don't, <laughs> the two of I don't them, yeah. think it, yeah, I'm like, I, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, if they're having a good time and drinking, but 
Right. It's right. kind of it like totally obvi- obviously you guys are are able to enjoy the the greater parts of life. You're traveling, whatever. Good for you. But mm. it just, I guess it just annoys me to be like, don't drink anything. You can't have anything to drink. And it's just like, okay, we're posting. Look at our drinks. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Jovi means any ill intent. I don't think it means he doesn't love Yara. I don't think anything like that. I just, as the sh- season has gone on, it just seems like he is sort of clueless like you said he's kind of just clueless on you know how do you have a relationship and and i mean in in that you're sharing your time with somebody else and it's well and hell he has a kid now all the way so right i guess it's a buckle up kind of deal figure it out i did say that zia didn't bother i guess i guess one thing did bother me and that was the whole and and we don't know if this is really how it happened but the whole can't marry or can't be with you or i have to marry you asap oh yeah before ramadan or we can't right. be together during like, ramadan yeah at first i was like well i'm really mad that he withheld that and didn't say anything i'm like but wait a minute rebecca didn't tell him that she was technically still married for the entire <laughs> before the 90 day season three season i think she told him on what the second to the last episode yeah yeah it was so i mean he, he could have waited until the first day of ramadan and said oh <laughs> you need to leave Peace i out. have a secret and i don't know if i tell rebecca or she'll be mad i do like the scene where he and this is from the, the last episode where he was playing the video game Oh, and she's looking for her and ring. He's like mad mashing on the keys. And as a gamer, I'm like, you're not playing a game. Like, this is <laughs> this is all stage play. He's just like, he's clicking the top button like 50 times. I'm like, what the hell are you playing? Like, that's not even Mario button. <laughs> button I don't know why I would game. notice something stupid. Yeah, like, you totally would. See, that's where my narrow field that's, of subject matter is. There you go. Is. <laughs> I would have but, been you know, really she's, impressed. She's running, in, she's running around the house frantic, sweating, and he's just like, I know what dynamic they're trying to do is that he's the young, immature, yeah. playing games while she's frantically looking. And he's like bobbing he and weaving with his remote he trying lost. to like play. <laughs> right. But I'm like, you lost it. You keep looking. I, I, and then when she tells him, he's like, it's okay. She's like, you're not more upset than that. I'm like, weren't you outside just worried that he would be upset? Yeah. I don't pick, pick one. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, what other guys are there? Um, Andrew, um, Mike, I would say Brandon, Ryan, but he's out of the picture. Um, Mike, Brandon. Yeah, Mike and Brandon. Brandon. Hmm. See, I don't want to go on like a, 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 a man bashing parade here. well specifically my issue with him um had to do with his he was like um i'm always doing something wrong you know and she 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 wants me to be something i'm not and 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 that is to me like okay well you know you're always doing something you want her to be a fucking farmer right (laughs) she's a go-go dancer okay like (laughs) so i mean she just wants you to not be i don't know like a decent man i don't know and i'm not entirely i don't even remember at this point what her specific issue was with him um but uh yeah so 
But what was interesting about that whole, their storyline, the only interesting thing that really happened was mom suggested due to coronavirus and this and that, and the other thing that they get married, they move up their wedding date. And um, Julia doesn't like it, but she agrees that it's probably necessary. You know, means she doesn't get her special date, which was the Mother's Day weekend thing. Oh, yeah. And the so, only problem is that, like, yeah, you go, okay, it's just this one time, but it's kind of not because now their anniversary mm-hmm. is that day. So that's like, right. that's a permanent compromise if Mother's Day is such a big thing for her. Now, how it could backfire for Julia is if they decide to combine those two celebrations <laughs> but she's not getting that date now because oh, they that's moved, right that's they right. moved that's up right. the day so so this is my my point being that or they you know julia didn't like moving up the date because it means she doesn't get that special date but you you know make a good point about this but also you know their anniversary is going to be this new date but she agrees that it's probably necessary in light of you know, the pandemic and everything. We don't know what's going to happen. Let's get married before you're not allowed to do it at all. And right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I was, I was painting this scenario of like, what if, you know, it's yeah. like, don't be too stubborn because you'll get what you want more. <laughs> so, but mom in this scenario gets what she wants, which is them not to get married on Mother's Day weekend. So I, w- I wouldn't do that. And that's really awkward. Like I was born on a weekend that was dedicated to a holiday and it was like uh, it's kind of awkward when you guys are exchanging gifts for different reasons you know, <laughs> like, here you go yeah yeah um we yeah yeah for sure um so that was that was the, the only thing of interest to me in their in their story um the only thing i mean everything in this this episode was just just an ex- it was like the la- last week's episode just extended it was really more of the same story right we got a little bit more of i am why amira didn't go to the united states they showed some of the text conversations from andrew oh yeah um you think those were legit yeah we zoomed in i think they were too yeah yeah i mean everyone everyone's opinion is that he's kind of an asshole but like it right so reading it didn't make sense i'm like mm-hmm. does he not make sense when he messages all the time because it was like you got this in five right. four and then boom. counting down and I, my time i don't have the time or I'm whatever like, what, what are you doing like what what are you so anxious about and i don't know yeah agree um but you know you not that you were team you know andrew or anything like that you've made it very clear you were not a team in this scenario but it's i don't think it's just the edit in this it's you know i mean if they're showing the actual text conversations and that's how he's talking to her i mean she's having a legit panic attack about the enormity of everything and 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 that's his reaction to her i'm like yeah yeah Yeah, this is so weird so then we have um then we have mike and natalie going back to them circling back to them and we have I mean, I guess it technically is spoiler because it wasn't on the show, but it's been out there in social media so much now at this point that I, I would hesitate to call it a spoiler, is that somebody, a Redditor, ran into Uncle Bo, and, um, allegedly ran into Uncle Bo, and then, um, but then Uncle Bo gave an interview, so, to In Touch Weekly, so, um, this information, the information that 
they found out was that yes, Mike and Natalie got married, which you know we've known, but that they split up shortly after that, and she moved out. Apparently, yeah. So they they put the time frame of less than one year of marriage. They separated, and now we're assuming she moved out, even though the kitchen, like I said before, looked similar. Right, um, but. I say moved out because of that quote, that Uncle Bo quote, when somebody asking if she was going to come back and he was like, God, I hope not. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So she is gone. My wow. Okay. He made it all the way to, what was it? Us magazine? In Touch Weekly, I believe. In Touch. Okay. I'm yeah. like, which freaking magazine was it? Like, wow. Yeah. That's a big. Go, Uncle Bo. <laughs> Leave it to Uncle Bo to say, fuck this. <laughs> and go to a magazine to confirm it do you oh. think he went to the magazine or do you think the magazine came to him and they, they probably came to him but and any offered other cast money. member any other cast member would be like you need to talk to the tlc person Bo doesn't give a shit <laughs> that's what i'm saying like in touch he weekly seen... probably threw some money at him and was like hey will you confirm this and he's like hell yeah sister i will they had to be that he had to be that fed up to 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 even say anything i'm like wow mm-hmm. because yeah. they had the the there was if someone that ran into uncle bo they were the one that released the the information on reddit right and i'm pretty sure in touch was like get us in contact with him if he's gonna open his mouth to get him now yeah exactly exactly <laughs> all the iron's hot right um, right right so yeah as far as we know they aren't together anymore which could explain her bizarre solo cooking streams but someone is recording those Yes. She posted one uh, today, yesterday, and the camera is being held by somebody. It's clearly not a selfie. It's not a selfie. So I'm like, she could have roommates, whatever. Maybe her mom came down. I, I don't I don't know, but. Good point. Yeah, we don't know who's recording them. Who's holding the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Who does she have captive? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See now that's a whole other subplot we didn't even consider. Oh dude, I have a whole a whole um sequel planned out. Oh um, god, are you are you writing one hostage to make cooking videos? Yeah. Are you writing a, a 90 day fanfic? Yeah, but the clean kind. <laughs> okay, before anyone gets excited. If you want the the bad fan fiction, they all have only fans. <laughs> enjoy that as much as you like. <laughs> For about 20 bucks per oh pop. my god that's hilarious so we have like one maybe two episodes left and we have yet to see we have to see how they turn around this storyline from irregardless he still cares about her can i have the ring back which we'll talk about in just a minute to walking down the aisle saying i do so write some fanfic about that. How do we get from here to there? <laughs> How do we get from here to there? I don't know. Other than the TLC is in the contract. We have to get married. Probably. They're like, look, you, you can't leave because they'll take it from 13,000 an episode to nine. <laughs> if we don't seal the deal, <laughs> you won't be here to get half of it. <laughs> And she'd be like, oh, you know, Mike, you have you have a good you have a good point there. I'll I'll come back and get married. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what? 
I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. There's just, I mean, there was a whole lot of nothing that happened this week. So, I mean, we got to talk that about was the biggest complaint to me. Cause I, I originally was like the day of, I never, I never watched the day of, I always watch Monday, Tuesday, today. And, um, it's almost like there, nothing happened. I was like, really? Yeah. Like, nothing, like nothing happened. Yeah. And I was like, really? What am I supposed to talk about then? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, the rings. We had two situations where the guys asked for the rings back. Um, Andrew asked Amira to mail the rings back and Mike asked Natalie for the rings back. Now we know that Natalie tells Mike basically to fuck off. It's my ring. (laughs) Um, My understanding is I think there was some stuff posted earlier this season that showed receipts for Amira ensuring a package mailing the rings back. So I think Amira gave hers back and Natalie did not take get uh give hers back to mike this has generated a lot of i wouldn't say controversy but there's a lot of discussion around this whether who is like should is the ring should you give the back the ring on a broken engagement um should you not is what's the law regarding this situation it, this triggered a whole bunch of conversation i saw on some facebook groups that i'm in and of course on instagram um and then of course people's personal feelings i got a lot of interesting commentary <laughs> about you know facetime andrew while you're flushing the rings down the toilet mirror um kind of thing <laughs> um in a broken engagement who keeps the ring or do you get the ring back i believe and this is like from old tradition, so I don't know the legal side of it. I believe that the engagement ring is considered a gift, whether or not the, the marriage actually happens. Because technically, you don't have to wear the engagement ring when you're married. You could just wear your wedding, your marriage band or mm-hmm. ring or whatever. But the ring itself, the proposal ring, is considered a gift, I believe. But that could just be tradition. So, I you know, I think a lot. Well, I think that's tradition. Um, that was my belief. That's sort of my, you know, and then, then that's as as far as it went because, and, and I was, mine was a little different when I got divorced. I kept the ring. It wasn't even even a question. Yeah. I I didn't even like go, Oh, and I'm keeping the ring, you know, it just wasn't brought up or expected. I, I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, marriage did happen. So that, that, promise or whatever was kept i don't know what happens when there is no marriage well okay so i looked this up from a legal perspective and um as i suspected because family law is governed by different by states by the state you're in uh, marriage and divorce law is all by state so does like the question of ring ownership so a lot of states, so, and I think that I didn't read a lot of the history behind this, but I believe a lot of the history came from, like, it's, it's a contract to marry, right? Um, and so the legally, a lot of contract law principles were applied to this particular situation. So that's where some of this comes from. So in contract law, there's this concept called consideration, which is something that you bargain, like you bargain for. I I'm giving you something, you're giving me something. You bargain for this exchange of something, whatever it is. And that's consideration. That's what consideration is. And in this case, you the 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 ring is a promise 
to marry, like by accepting the ring, like the you're promising to marry, you get a ring in exchange for the promise to marry, something along those lines. If the marriage doesn't happen, that means that the, that promise wasn't fulfilled. That means you can give back, you have to give back the consideration. So there's that theory, meaning that, okay, so it's a, if it's a promise to get married and the marriage doesn't happen, okay, we give it back. The other thing, is, the other thought is that, no, it's a gift, and regardless of marriage, and if you actually, you know, you have the, have the wedding or not, and it's the person's to keep. Uh, another school of thought is that whoever broke off the engagement is not entitled to keep it. So interesting. So if the guy broke it off, then you keep it. I mean, is there, is there a legal it depends it depends on the state the other the other thing that you have to think about too is in some states the 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 if it is considered a gift everybody i think all the states say that once the marriage happens it's the person's whoever it's the receiver's ring regardless at that point um, they're allowed to keep it at that point and do whatever they want with it. They can give it back if they want, but at that point it's, it, it's, the question becomes is, is in a broken engagement, right? Some say it would become like marital property subject to marital property rules in that state. So I guess that I didn't go too deep into this. So, you know, it would depend. There is no one law that applies across the country. It would depend on that law in that particular state. Although I think, what was it? Montana says it's the person's unconditionally, no matter what, I believe it is. I mean, the, the thing about it is like, if the ring has the sentimental value, like if it was the, the guy's, or woman if she proposed if it was like a ring that's been in the family mm-hmm. for a long time i could see emotional attachment but usually it comes down to it cost me money and i want my money back mm-hmm. but what people fail to understand is that a diamond depreciates faster than a car rolling off a fucking parking lot yeah like as soon as you click buy that diamond does not it you never resell it back for what you purchased it for right ever so there's very little to get back other than if you're trying to be vicious too and say, yeah, I got my ring back. You don't get to keep it. it you know, if they don't want to marry you, then obviously it doesn't hold that much value anyways. But <laughs> it's it seems like it's like a, um, what do you call it? It's not bargaining. You're not bargaining anything, but you're just being spiteful, right? The person mm-hmm. who keeps it is being spiteful. So either way, you know, if someone asking for it back without it actually having true value to them, other than I'm going to try and pawn it or, you know, or, or, in, or in Tim's case, he'll propose to the next <laughs> person with it, you know, hey, maybe that's what it is. Hey, I want to, I want to propose to someone else with it. I've already right. purchased an engagement ring. If you don't want it, I'm going to use it for the next person, <laughs> which is even ter- it was terrible. It's just terrible, but, it but whatever. Um, it happens, whatever. Yeah. I, I would want someone's opinion on that. Like, is it, is it, is it actually terrible to ask for a ring back? So if Mike asked for the ring back and then use it on his next proposal, is that a bad thing to do? I, I mean, it, I would say it would depend on the receiver of the ring. The receiver wouldn't know. If the receiver... <laughs> so it doesn't matter what... what, what 
you know. Then what are you going to do? You know? I'm going to be like, oh my God, I saw this on that season of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> it's the same read. Yeah. And I, and I, it's important. I'm not giving any legal advice. We're not giving legal advice here. Um, I'm just I don't have you. legal advice to fucking give. I'm, I, <laughs> this is my opinion advice. <laughs> I don't practice family law. Um, get you someone who does practice family law if this is a real legal question for you. And it may be depending on the value of the ring or the sentimentality of the ring. Um, the the concept that I that I saw quite a bit is that um, it's you know this whole conditionful it's a conditional promise, right? It's a conditional gift, meaning there's a presumption that you'll get married if you accept the ring. Um, but regardless of after of a divorce if after you get married all states agree that you, the recipient keeps the rings so it depends on you know what are the rules if you is it considered a conditional gift what's the rule in your state is it a conditional gift you is it unconditional whatever um i've never had a broken engagement so <laughs> plenty of broken marriages nope broken engagements yeah i i mean that that's just my opinion it's, it's hard i mean yeah well i think it would be opinion i mean there yeah law would come into it in certain circumstances absolutely i can see that if you really but, wanted to go through suing for a ring though i mean in that case i feel like i feel like the, the person who gave the ring would probably win because the judge would be like why do you need to keep it well, I don't think it's even a why. Like, so this there's this case when I was Googling and stuff that said um, a man proposed to his girlfriend, presented her essentially a $20,000 engagement ring. After accepting the proposal, the woman then refused to sign a prenup, which then led to the couple calling off the wedding. When the man asked for the ring back, the woman refused and the man sued. The court ruled that the engagement ring was an, an inherently conditional gift, meaning that there was a presumption that you will get married if you accept it. Regardless of who called off the wedding, the purchaser was entitled to get the ring back. But that, that was a case out of Michigan. Um, and again, it depends. I mean, in, in the worst case, I would I would treat it like a marriage thing, sell it, and you guys can split it. <laughs> yeah, and then I think that's You can the, get a whole $300 for your right? <laughs> point carat ring. Who knows what it is? But, you know, it's like you just don't get anything back for those things. So, But I think when you're given a $20,000 engagement ring, I think that that changes. That that makes a difference. So if it's, you know, you know 30,000 30, Tiffany three carat platinum, you know, that, 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 that's a that's a down payment for a car. Um, yeah. But you can't return it to Tiffany. So I don't know what you're going to do with it. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't think they take them back. I don't have a refurbished line. I don't think so. Don't, oh God! Imagine that. Imagine if I they could do discount rings for people. Oh yeah, for sure. You don't matter like, if it was so, on someone else's finger for somebody, a few yeah, years. Somebody else, yeah. Somebody not a party to the relationship may not care if it's a quote unquote cursed ring. <laughs> a cursed ring. <laughs> well, isn't that what they say? Like, don't yeah. give me that cursed, dirty engagement ring with the bad juju on it. Not, it's not you bad juju. It's the juju you bring into it. Right. It only has bad juju if you make it that way. <laughs> so don't bring bad juju. There's the solution right there. There's a solution. Don't be an think, asshole. Think positively <laughs> as you accept that engagement in case he's in case he's proposing with a bad juju ring. 
didn't we see this on Sex and the City also where Steve proposes to Miranda with the ring he helped or with the ring Miranda helped Aiden pick out for Carrie. Oh, so, I don't remember. Yeah, so in that case, Aiden proposed to, was going to propose to Carrie, was going to. She found the ring ahead of time, and it was a terrible ring for her. And um, it turns out that Miranda had helped Aiden pick it out. Now, apparently, Aiden goes later and switches the ring. Samantha helps him in all this stuff and helps gets gets him gets a new ring. But Steve then comes into possession of the ring. I don't know if he bought it. I don't know bought it off Aiden. I don't know what he did. But he jokingly proposes to Miranda with that ring and Miranda's like why would I accept a proposal for on a <laughs> recycled ring because <laughs> she knew it was recycled yeah I mean if they out. know yeah but if they don't <laughs> then fair game how about this just don't get engaged <laughs> that's not the answer <laughs> oh I'm oh, sorry speaking of my wedding dress arrived oh my god <laughs> That segue into the last five minutes where we talk personal stuff. I know, right? So, yeah, my wedding dress arrived. Um, and uh, the problem, so here's the problem I have is that I can't zip it up in the sense that I can't get my arm back there to zip it, right? Because, like, I have limited mobility in one of my shoulders because of my Oh, fake well, that's what you have baby step fronted for. Well, she's not here. <laughs> or a hanger. So, no, it's not the kind of zipper that has a hole in it that I can do oh. that. Like it's, yeah. So, and how do I really entertain well, thinking about you using one of those like dino gripper things that old people used to wishing, pick stuff off the I floor? I was wishing I had something <laughs> like that. And, and like, I mean, I could get ba- baby frauded is here. So I could get him to help it, to help me zip it up to see like how much more weight I need to lose to fit into it or whatever you know because if it, it's a little i feel like it's gonna be a little snug around my rib cage what if hetero um, life mate just put his arm in the room and felt oh, for the zipper and then you just kind of like he zips it up and then you slam the door shut yeah, but i don't know how you're gonna get out of it yeah then then we have a problem and then i'm just stuck <laughs> in the dress then, you just, then you'll know when you've re- reached the right weight <laughs> because you'll fit it guess this is it i'm just living in this dress now that's how i'm dressing that's quite a situation you have there i would say wait (laughs) wait wait until you have tiny assistance yeah and then uh i gotta wait yeah i gotta wait for baby stepfather to come back so she can help um zip it up so i can see and make sure that it's um gonna fit and you know i'm i i have actually been losing some weight and um i have a i have this coach i don't know if i told you this i hired a um like weight loss nutritionist personal trainer person to help me oh nice yeah nice yeah so i'm helping me in the last last run up to the wedding to figure out all my macros and make sure I'm fitting, you know, everything and stuff. So I just need to lose a little bit more around my rib cage and I think I'll be happy. And then I'm working out on my, you know, Peloton and all that stuff, doing my arms, trying to get my arms into beach wedding ready. <laughs> um, yeah, we have like caterer, we have photographer and that's about it i need i still need like to figure out what out of flowers i mean it's a casual beach wedding it's not like i need a ton but i need to figure out like what kind of bouquet i want and 
what kind of dessert are we having and, and we got to figure out who's coming because it's like really small and I got to figure out my feed do I need a cake that feeds like 20 people do they cake that feeds 40 people like where where am I at here and I really like dessert so I really want a lot of desserts and it's probably more than anybody will be able to eat including myself so <laughs> like all the things that I want so I have to like narrow down my choices in desserts so I don't know stuff to do but like three months I'm getting married in three months and it's TikTok, TikTok. I know. I know. I know. And you're supposed to be designing a mask for me. Oh, I am, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in case anybody needs a mask. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Your poor guests. I think like we're really going to have like that many people. But, and I think, I mean, honestly, at this point, the people who are coming, I think, I think everyone, I, I mean, obviously I know them all personally and they're going to be like, I'll know if they've been vaccinated or not. You know, right. I'm almost fully vaccinated. You got your first vaccine. I got my first vaccine. We're on our way. You're getting there. We're on our way. Um, I wish we had some sort of sense for, about the science of when the kids are going to be able to get vaccinated. Um. Yeah, but that's a whole different rabbit hole. Whole other rabbit hole. Um, Yeah. So, you know, what was really interesting this week is 90 Day Bears All. Um, I have so much to say about that. And if you guys want to hear it, you can tune in to us on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the broadcast. We're talking about 90 Day Bears All over there, which is shown on Discovery+. Plus. Um, we've had a couple new um, new people that have joined us since last week. And I'm going to, let's see, we have Anne, Bonnie, Rihanna, and Tabitha, and Susanna, I think. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and... Uh, I look forward to hear, uh, having you guys over there on the Patreon. We have a Facebook group. We have a Discord. If you're interested, patreon.com slash the broadcast. Um, otherwise, I think that's it. If you like what you hear, make sure you rate, review, and su- subscribe. Um, we'll talk to you next week. We are the broadcast, so we're dumpster diving, so you don't have to. Hey, broadcasters! You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. 
Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows. <laughs>